Our thought for this series of messages is a phrase that goes like this, A little bird told me so. I was in Mississippi several years ago. I overheard this phrase in a song that a young lady was singing in the church service. I wondered what application it had to the scripture. And as I began to meditate on the Word of God, I began to see how the Lord allowed little birds uh, to send messages to the lives of several of His men or His servants. Of course, by way of application, we realize that the Lord many times speaks to us in little ways. It may be through a verse in the Bible. It may be through a sermon. It may be through a prayer that someone prays. It may be through a certain circumstance, uh, predicament, uh, condition in our lives that He stops us and He speaks a little word to us. And uh, so we want to look at uh, Elijah's little bird. And uh, we're going to read in our text and notice how this little bird, the raven, has an effect, has a message for Elijah as God speaks uh, his messages to our hearts in little ways. So in 1 Kings 17, verse 1, And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Cherith that is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. So he went and did according unto the word of the Lord. For he went and dwelt by the brook Cherith that is before Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning, bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank of the brook. And it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. Now, I want to notice three things about Elijah in relationship to the little birds or the ravens that flew into his life. We realize that Elijah was an ordinary man. James said he was a man of like passion. He was an odd man as far as his dress was concerned, wearing the mantle, his message or his declaration, uh, certainly his presentation. He also, Elijah, was an obscure man. Uh, here is the first time we find him recorded in the Word of God. He steps on the scene with a message from the Lord. He was an ordained man. We realize that it was the Lord that stirred up his heart and sent him uh, to speak unto the nation of Israel. And he was an obedient man. Uh, he followed the Lord. He did according to the Word of the Lord. Now, Elijah served God during a time of national separation. Of course, Israel has been divided since the days of right after Solomon's death. You have the northern tribes and the southern tribes. And uh, so there is a time of national separation. Elijah serves God during a time of sinful continuation. Uh, the scripture said that uh, Ahab did more evil and sinned worse uh, in the sight of God than all the kings that were 
before him. Israel was in a terrible, sinful condition with uh, Jezebel being the wife of Ahab, and uh, they worshiped the pagan gods. And so it was a terrible time. It was a time not only of national separation, sinful continuation, but a time of imitation, salvation. Uh, we find that there is an altar built by Jeroboam at uh, Bethel and that uh, he calls the saints away from the temple at Jerusalem, away from God's house down there. He sets up false, uh, uh, false uh, idols. He sets up false priests. And uh, they just have a false worship, a time of imitation, salvation, much like the world in which we live in today. Elijah uh, existed in in his day. But I want us to notice how God uh, uses the ravens, the little birds in our text, to speak to Elijah during his hour and during his time as the Lord sends little messages to us even in the hour that we live in. Now, I'm interested in uh, verse number 5 where the Bible said that he, Elijah, went and did according to the word of the Lord. Uh, it also says the same thing in verse 15. Uh, she went and did according to the word of the Lord. Uh, I'm considering this word according. Uh, this word uh, means to have put something in order and in arrangement, much like a symphony, a band, or orchestra, or as we would notice, a choir, uh, where all of the parts uh, blend in harmony, in unison, in tune together. And I'm interested in how it seems to me that... Uh, Elijah, during this uh, time in which he lived in Israel, uh, he gets in harmony with the Word of God. And it uh, is strongly connected to these birds. Uh, the Lord uh, comes to him in verse 2, the Word of the Lord, and tells him to go down by the brook, and he says, I will uh, feed you. I will send the ravens there, and uh, they will feed thee. And verse 5, the Bible says that Elijah did according to the word of the Lord. And so you can see Elijah as he goes out by this brook, as he waits there patiently, expecting the word of God to be fulfilled as it always has been. And lo and behold, he lifts his eyes and he looks to the sky and he sees the ravens. We do not know how many, but he sees the ravens. Uh, as they begin to approach him. And he realizes that, that uh, they are coming to do what the Word said they would do. And so there is much harmony. This is what I want you to see. Elijah uh, is shown and he is taught. When he sees these little birds flying in his direction, he's taught the importance of what I call the pitch, of the harmony of the pitch of the Word of God. Now, he does what the Word of God tells him to do, and as a result of that, he sees that the little birds are flying or coming in his direction. He is in tune with the Word of God, and therefore other things come uh, in unison also. I notice that uh, uh, he, as a believer, is in tune with the Word. As a result of that, the the brook is in tune uh, with the Word. 
The birds are in tune with the Word, and the blessings of heaven are in tune with the Word. So he, he lines up with the pitch. Uh, he lines up with the, uh, the tune. He lines up with the sounds of God's Word. And as a result of that, uh, there is harmony. Can I say to you, child of God, there is always harmony when you let the Word of God set the standard for your life. When you let the Word of God uh, set the order uh, for your life, when you let the Word of God arrange your life, then everything else will fall in detail and in harmony and unison with that. No matter how, what kind of world you live in, no matter that there's uh, national separation and sinful continuation and imitation salvation, if you're in harmony with the Word of God, things uh, will blend. They will come together. Now, we can look in the life and times of Elijah, and we can, we can appreciate harmony by disharmony. Uh, when you hear a sour note, it makes you appreciate uh, sweet songs. When there is disharmony, it makes you appreciate harmony. When things are out of tune, uh, it makes you long for things to get in tune. And so while everything is disruptive, everything is, uh, is out of sorts, everything is in chaos and confusion in Elijah's time, when these little birds fly into his life, he realizes that he's on the standard, he's on the pitch of the Word of God, and therefore there is harmony. Of course, there's disharmony all around him. But there is harmony in his life. He is experiencing this harmony. Uh, harmony is always related to the pitch and the standard issued by uh, the leader or the conductor. All the parts to harmony must meet at the same pitch, the key, the note, the tuning fork, or the note on the piano. And so uh, Elijah has brought his life into, the, into, the, the, into tune and into pitch to harmonize with what God's Word said. And so as a result of that, what has happened in his life is the same thing that Romans 8, 28 says, All things work together for good to them that love God, to them are called according to His purpose. And so if things are broken up and out of tune in your heart, uh, they'll be out of tune in your home. And uh, you need to listen for the pitch of the Word of God. And you don't need to be singing your songs uh, without any connection to the other notes and playing your own chords. The Word of God set the pitch as to where Elijah was to go, how long he was to stay there, everything about his life. It set the pitch as far as the water was concerned and as far as the, the wild birds bringing him into accord. I like the song that says, Come thou fount of every blessing, Tune my heart to sing thy praise. What a blessing it is to be in harmony and not to be in disharmony, which is a curse. And so we notice that as the birds come in Elijah's direction, he has learned the blessing of the being in harmony and unison with the pitch or the standard or the tune of the Word of God. Are you in tune with God's Word? The second thing I would bring to your attention as he watches these black fowl fly in his direction as they land, bringing him bread and flesh in the morning and bread and flesh in the evening, 
He has not only learned about the harmony in the pitch of the Word of God, but he has learned about the harmony in the provisions of the Word of God. He is abiding in the Word. As Christ said, if you will abide in me and abide in my Word, you will bring forth much fruit. And so Elijah is abiding in harmony with the Word of God as far as its pitch is concerned. And as a result, there is brought unto him provisions. Now, there's an unusual schedule here. Uh, he said, you'll drink the brook. And I've commanded the ravens uh, to feed you there. And, uh, and then in verse number 9, after that is finished, he says, Arise and get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. I've commanded the widow woman there to sustain thee. So there is an unusual schedule. He, he, is, he is to go down by the brook, and then he is to go up to Zarephath. Uh, unusual uh, places to have to be, but that's what the Word of God said, so he's in harmony with it. And I'll tell you, this world may think you're plumb out of place and out of sort when you find yourself where God's Word wants you to be, and they don't understand that, but I'm going to tell you, though the schedule seems to be unusual, it, if it's in harmony with the Word of God in its pitch, it will also bring provision. He is there where God tells him to be. There is also an unexpected source. It's going to come from the wild birds, uh, the ravens. That's an unheard of thing. Many would have laughed and scoffed at that. And then it's going to come from the widow of Zarephath. They would have made fun of that. They would have said, that just cannot be. But I say to you again, if you were in harmony with God's Word, as far as its pitch, its tune is concerned, then you will be in harmony with His Word as far as its provisions are concerned, even though it's an unusual schedule and an unexpected source. Uh, you will find your help in the time of need. And, of course, it is an unbelievable supply. Uh, every need is met for the first year and a half by these ravens. They don't miss a meal in the morning and the evening. Uh, you can time it. It is perfect timing as everything else is on time in your life. Though it may not seem so as far as the chaos of the world is concerned, they don't even know where Elijah's at. Uh, they think he's a misfit. They think he's a crazy man. They think he's uh, off somewhere uh, in bewilderment. But he's right on target. He's where God's Word put him to be and where God's provisions are. And in the midst of the unusual schedule, unexpected source, there is an unbelievable supply. All the bread and flesh he's going to need. And then all of the bread, the meal that he's going to need for the next year and a half at the widow's house where the barrel never runs dry. So God knows if you will set your pitch with the Word of God, if you will be in tune with it, then the provisions will come and God knows when we need something. He knows how long we need it. He knows what we need. He knows from wherever we need it. God is able to meet the needs when we, when we get where we need to be. I think of the prodigal son when his whole life got out of tune as far as the father was concerned. He went down into the far off country and he thought, boy, he was really uh, in unison as far as this world is concerned, but he ended up in such uh, 
a mess, uh, such chaos and such confusion. But it was not until he got back uh, to the Father's house and got in tune with heaven and got his life in order that uh, the provisions were made. He said, there's plenty, there's more than enough at my Father's house. And so Elijah, when he sees these birds coming in, he realizes the harmony of the pitch or the tune of the Word of God. And uh, he realizes also the harmony in the provisions of the Word of God. The Bible said, Let us therefore come boldly into the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Just get where you need to be, and the provisions will be there. But the last thing I'd have you to notice is to these fowl, these birds, these ravens, that God has ordered in Elijah's life as he has set the pace, the tune, the pitch, the order, the arrangement of his life in relationship to the obedience to the Word of God that comes to him in verse number 2 and that he, he obeys in verse number 5. He learns the harmony that's in the pitch of the Word of God. He learns the harmony in the provisions of the Word of God. But he also learns the harmony in the permanence of the Word of God. Now we realize that there are some changes that take place here in Elijah's life. Even though he's in harmony with the Word of God, and he's in pitch, in tune, and even though he's in harmony as far as the provisions are concerned, there are some changes that God has ordered. But His Word will take care of that. There will be changes. Uh, you will not always be by the brook. He will dry up. The ravens will not always come. Uh, there, there is a time for the ending of that, but the Word of God sets that time. Uh, and th there is a time for a new change, a new beginning. But uh, don't fear and uh, become frightful. God knows all about that, and His Word uh, will take care of that. And uh, so He learns that there's hope in the permanence of the Word of God. Now, the change is taking place. Uh, verse 7 said, The brook dried up. And uh, then, of course, uh, we, un we, we assume that the ravens stopped. But as that took place immediately, simultaneously, verse 8 said, the word of the Lord came unto him. So God's word is, is still sufficient no matter what the changes are. Uh, there's harmony even in, in changes, in disruption. Uh, if God can take care of our todays, He will certainly take care of our tomorrows, and uh, he, he will do that. And there's hope in the harmony of what changes, and there's hope in the harmony of what does not change. Now, while things and circumstances change that are around us, the Word of God, which is forever settled in heaven, will not change. It will not fail you. In your hour of despair, uh, the Word of God will constantly lead you. Uh, even as Elijah now is not going to be fed by the ravens anymore, uh, the Word of God has determined the end of that. But the same Word that has, that has determined the end of that has also set the pace in harmony uh, for a new direction, a new door, and uh, for the bread that's going to come from the, the barrel meal, God's Word. Uh, taking care of Elijah in one place will take care of him in another place. All he has to do is remain in tune, in pitch. Continue to let the Word of God set the standard for your life. And as you do, 
then it will lead you from place to place. The provisions will be there in harmony. And the permanence of the Word of God will be precious to your heart so that you will know that if God's Word sustained you yesterday, it will sustain you today. If it sustains you today, it will sustain you uh, tomorrow also. There's harmony in, in, in the the pitch of the Word of God. There's harmony in the provisions of the Word of God. And, and there is harmony in the, in the permanence or in the promises of the Word of God. We can depend on that. I heard a fellow preach one time on this uh, second portion here of where God's Word sent Elijah and uh, about the barrel of meal that uh, she said she was, uh, she was taking uh, the last that she had and she was going to fix it and give it to her son. And uh, then she was going to die in verse 12. But Elijah told her to fear not, go and do as you said, but make me uh, first. And he said, for thus saith the Lord God of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail, until the day our Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. And the Bible said she went and did according. And so Elijah's not only in harmony and has the Word of God set the standard and pitch of his life, but now he has caused that this woman also, uh, he has influenced her to allow the Word of God to set the pitch in his life. How wonderful it is for us to be in agreement in our walk with the Lord, in arrangement with His Word, uh, so that things are in tune, not only on earth, but in heaven, and also in our hearts and in our homes. And then we affect others around us. And thank God we pull them in to this wonderful unison of the blessing of fellowship with God, of His uh, Word in its pitch, and uh, of His Word in its provision, and of His Word in its promises, so that we can have confidence and peace in the Word of God. And the old preacher said that he believed that there was glory in that kitchen. And every time that this woman went and put her hand down into the barrel that was empty the last time, she got the last handful. Because the scripture doesn't say that, she, uh, that this barrel was filled up, but it said the barrel wasted not. And so every time she went, she put her hand down in there. The last time, she got the last handful. But there was always a handful when she went for it because God's Word had promised it and there was harmony in that promise. Now, there may not be an abundance. Uh, your bank account may not be full. Uh, your gas tank may not be full at the time. But I tell you, whenever you need it in your service for God, if you're doing what He tells you to do, He will have it there because he promised it. Hebrews said that by two immutable things, in which it is impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled from refuge to lay hold upon hope, which is set before us, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, which entereth into that uh, within the veil. And so there is harmony. We need to be harmonized with the pitch of the Word of God. We need to be harmonized in the provisions of the Word of God. We need to be harmonized in the, in the promises and the, and the permanence of the Word of God that will sustain us and uh, will take care of the needs that we have. And so uh, Elijah has learned this. 
the Lord has sent the little birds into his life. And he said, Elijah, if you'll just uh, line up with my word, uh, you get in pitch, in tune, and then you will experience the provisions and you will experience the promise, uh, promises and the permanence of my word that will sustain you the rest of your days. What a blessed thing it is. And may God speak his word into our hearts to let us know that there is a blessed permanence, there is a blessed promise uh, in things that change and even in things that change not uh, because God's word will never fail us. And so we notice uh, the little bird in Elijah's life the raven that God used to teach him a great lesson of harmony, of harmony. Are you in harmony with God's Word?